Welcome to the Rob and Kale Podcast. Rob Sanders. Clemson is going to kick the shit out of the South Carolina Gamecocks probably for the next 10 years every time they run across each other. Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. The South Carolina Gamecocks are weaker than a plate full of piss. The Rob and Kale Podcast. Let's go. And welcome into the Rob and Kale Podcast. I'm Rob Sanders. I'm in Columbia, South Carolina. I uh, I am I've got things on my mind this evening, sir. And I tell you what, I have to welcome in my podcast co-host because he has stuff on his mind as well. He is the number one Gamecock YouTuber on the planet. There is no one better. He is Mr. Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall. Kale, what's up, buddy? Rob, how are you doing this evening? My daughter's birthday's today. <clears throat> she is 16 years old. So we took her out to dinner. Got back in time to do the show and um, ready to have a good program this season. Sir. 16 candles down <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was yesterday. I saw something on Facebook. No, it was it was uh, early this morning. I posted something, but um, yeah, it's my daughter's birthday. She's 16 years old, so there's that. Awesome. <clears throat> yeah, so, but I got stuff on my mind, man, and I got my buddy uh, Pluto here, my, my deaf dumb dog. And uh, he's here to get a petting, but we got things to talk about, Jackpot. I mean, Shane Beamer looked like a genius in the transfer portal here over the past couple of days. Uh, we could talk a little bit about that. We could talk a little bit about, uh, we have to talk about the, the, the fuckery. That is the only word I can use uh, last night in, in fucking Portage on Coliseum, because that is exactly what it is now. And uh, we got other things we can get into as well. Oh, Alabama fans losing their shit because, uh, what is it, Caleb Downs hits the transfer portal. Yeah, I've got something to say about that too, but I'm sure you've got other things fuckery, too. Fuckery all over the state <clears throat> last night. Yeah. Um, as yeah. you see, I have updated my uh, profile name to Carolina Quarters Up Jackpot 14 and 3. I was 14 and 2, now I'm 14 and 3. Well, you know, Georgia has been playing pretty good on the basketball front. I mean, they're not – let's well, not get crazy. Yeah, they're not one beaters, but – And I will say this. I um, Normally, I don't bet on the Gamecocks. I don't bet on the Gamecocks games, but I did place uh, a $50 wager on Georgia to cover the spread in that game last night because when I saw it had come out, I said seven. I'm like, what? I'm like, that's too much. I knew that was too much because – we're just not that good. We're just not that team yet. Um, I didn't think they'd lose. <clears throat> well, I mean, I, I didn't know. Uh, but it would uh, it would have been a nice little money line parlay to, to take both the Georgia teams last night in the state of South Carolina as underdogs. That would have made you some money. Well, to be fair, Georgia Tech, of course, is running out there with Damon Stoudemire, you know, former NBA player. I, I don't know how good of a coach he's going to be, but he managed to – get a coaching job in the ACC. So, you know, we'll get into all that. It's, it was just, just fucking depressing uh, watching that game last night, watching it go into double overtime. But before we get into that jackpot, let's talk about what uh, uh, you want to talk a little bit about the Gamecocks and uh, the fact that they went out and got uh, the young man from Auburn. And I think that's a great move by Shane Beamer. Yeah. Um, I was told, um, Yesterday, over on Twitter, that um, it was that they, he needed to be moved to defensive back 
uh, or wide receiver immediately, would never uh, compete for any kind of time playing quarterback, blah, blah, blah. Luke Doty and Dante Reno are our backup quarterbacks. Okay. I said, well, first of all, I said, Dante Reno has never stepped on a college football field. The last time he stepped on a field, he was throwing two pick sixes. And Luke Doty hasn't played quarterback in two fucking years. Plus, um, he was trashing Robbie Ashford's, uh, I guess, his completion percentage. I said, dude, I said, Luke Doty's wasn't much better. I mean, yeah, like, like we're just blessed or something with all these people. I think that it's the. I think it's exactly what you need, exactly what you want. It's someone who's experienced, <clears throat> someone who brings real SEC game experience. Albeit, it might not be you know that great in the win loss column, but it's someone that can not necessarily push Lenore Sellers, but be there as a backup. And it's someone who, even if he performs on his upside, is not going to scare off Lenore Sellers. You, you get what I'm saying? Well, I, I think that from the outside looking in, um, when I, we there's not a lot of – Sellers doesn't have a whole ton of snaps, okay? Uh, no. I mean, that was, that was kind of something Shane Beamer could have done a little bit better on last season is – getting that young man some more snaps and games that, you know, were either out of hand or, or whatever, but oh, I've said, I've said uh, multiple times like that. I think they should have, they should have had some kind of package for him in the Clemson game. They should have inserted him. <clears throat> Why not? I mean, you weren't doing anything offensively. I mean, you couldn't move the ball. However, right. had you moved the ball and, and been able to, to make a big play, maybe get a touchdown, I mean, you're right back in. I mean, it's. I mean, they weren't moving the ball either. So, I mean, I don't understand that. I mean, what well, they don't, what's he going to do? Go out there and get killed? No. I mean, just see what well, but happens. You also, you also have a uh, a dynamic of, hey, um, you're making that defensive coordinator prepare for two quarterbacks, which takes time, mm-hmm. and it takes. You know, it's just one more thing for them to worry about. And if you put him out there a little bit, and then you know. Even with that, I mean, it, it was just – anyway, getting this kid uh, from Auburn, the the write-up on this kid coming out of high school was that he was going to be a dynamic player and, you know, and, and maybe you can go under the the adage of, you know, he was there with, with Harson, who ended up being a piece of shit, and, you know, Hugh Freeze came in and didn't really – maybe he didn't mesh well with Hugh Freeze – you got to have a good backup quarterback, but if you're going to bring a guy in, Sellers hasn't proven to me enough that he ha- is a Spencer Rattler type. I like the oh. idea that those two are going to go at each other in the spring game, and we're going to see you know, who can move the offense a little bit better. I think it lights a fire under everybody in that quarterback room saying, look, uh, there is no – we're competing here. This is a – a university and a program that we're going to compete for every spot. And if you're not the cream of the crop, your ass isn't going to be on the field. I don't give a shit what you did before you got here. I think that's great. Absolutely great. And, but the people that are bitching, Oh, he won't do this and he won't do that. Just get a bag of dicks, the whole fucking bag. You don't know shit about football when it comes to that kind of thing. Oh, we're going to run off Lenora Sellers. Oh, fucking well. You think somebody's not going to want to come and play quarterback at an SEC <laughs> school? Are you out of your fucking mind? 
when I see that shit, I want to go engage with these people. But then I'm like, you know what? I, I'd be better off talking to someone that's eating paint chips and <laughs> drinking kerosene. I, you, I really, you, you have to have you have to have a backup quarterback. You have to have somebody that's capable. Yeah. I mean, there's too many teams out there where I mean it's I mean you're gonna evolve. What it's gonna become is everybody wants to be the starting quarterback. So that I, I think that backup quarterback position on a lot of teams is not gonna get groomed the way it should be groomed. And then you're gonna get a lot of guys getting hurt. And you're gonna have a lot of shitty football being played. Because well, and 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 look, um, God, uh, what's mm. what's the what's the other kid that has played quarterback in the past is now a receiver, Luke Doty. Yeah, Doty's proven that he's not an SEC quarterback. No, I'm they sorry. had to yank him. They had to yank him out of the damn Vanderbilt game uh, and put the old uh, Piggly Wiggly manager in there. To yeah. uh, get a comeback yeah. win over them, if you remember yeah. that, and everybody yeah. says, "Oh, Jack, oh, because his foot was hurt." Oh, Jesus Christ! What the hell with all that shit? Anyway, I, I think that's a great move excuse. for for Shane Beamer, and um, I mean, I still think Shane Beamer's a clown, but this was a smart move by Beamer is, is getting somebody in that quarterback room. And here's the thing: if this kid comes in and he's yeah. a shithead, he's going to go away. Yeah, he's a clown, but I mean, he can make smart moves. I mean, did you know that Doink uh, had a 160 IQ? <laughs> I um, I, I just I thought that was a great move for South Carolina. So there's that. Um, can we talk a minute about uh, the Alabama stuff? Where <laughs> R said he's not an SEC receiver either. Okay, well, I mean, he scored a touchdown. He caught a touchdown pass against Clemson. I mean, yeah, pretty good defense there to catch a touchdown pass against, I'd say. Caught one against uh, UNC, too. He's playing pretty well defensively in that game as well. So, I uh, thank you. Dennis, competition's but... been gone from CFB. Now it's all about the bag. I kind of wanted to talk about that for a second. <clears throat> the, I think there's a lot going on right now, and uh, a lot of people are talking about, you know, Alabama's losing this and Alabama's losing that. Um. I think even the the most diehard Alabama fan would be the first to tell you it's not going to be the same. You don't have one of the best coaches that's ever coached on the sideline anymore. So, yeah, things are going to be a little different. And you brought in a guy who has no ties. I love the, the high school coaches right now. They're like, well, we have, we're going to have a whatever, like a – they don't know they're going to have a wait and see attitude with the with DeBoer. Well, if I if I'm a parent of a coach of a coach that put that comment out there, and I'm in Alabama, I'll be like, well, fuck you. We'll take our kid to Auburn. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out that way. Whatever. I mean, it's it's in, that's an embarrassing thing for them to say. Oh, we'll take him to a different school. I didn't mean Auburn, but it's like, why would you say that? Like, you're just not going to get get with this guy because he's not. He hasn't put time in at your high school. Are you out of your mind? That's that's thing number one. But the other thing, though, is that I don't like the transfer portal. But one thing I do like about it is that when you have programs like an Alabama, <laughs> Georgia, you can um, – I mean, you throw a lot of these teams into the mix. 
that completely oversigned players, and they have a five-star player backing up another five-star player, and the third stringer is a four-star guy that'll never see the fucking field. Mm-hmm. One thing I do like about the transfer portal is, is that fuck those schools. These other kids that have some talent, they're going to be able to go somewhere and not have to sit on your bench. And if that makes you a pussy team, then, then fuck your team. Figure it out. The idea yeah. is gone in I college. Think, I think it's going to elevate the level of play a lot. Um, yeah. I, I think a lot of these te- these six and six teams uh, might mm-hmm. turn into eight and four teams and, right. and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, but uh, I don't. I don't feel sorry for Alabama. I know people are like a team like Mizzou that's you know a traditional shitter uh, rises up to be you know what eleven and two. Yeah, well, and that's but I completely agree with you. But the the big thing though is that you know I've seen some people like man, look at Alabama and they're they're this is you know happened to them, and I'm like, um. Alabama has been throat fucking college football for what the 17 years that Nick Saban's been there. They would step on, they would step on your mom's throat to get a win. So the idea that we should feel sorry for Alabama is, is fucking comical to me. Absolutely comical. Well, I don't, I don't feel sorry for them, but I do think that the haters out there and I'm, I'm not by no means an Alabama fan, but it's funny to see all the haters, especially like the Tennessee fans. You know, you know, oh, the, it's falling apart. Downfall's coming. Oh, 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 oh me. Ha, ha. You love to see it. Blah, blah, blah. These Tennessee fans, first of all, you beat them one time in 17 years. Shut the fuck up. It's not even a damn rivalry. I mean, that's more of a domination. Right. Well, I, I don't. So, I, I agree with you on that. The, the people that are in love with it, it's like, ha oh, this is the greatest thing ever. I mean, you don't have to rub their nose in it, but on, on the other hand, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't give a shit. I don't give it a shit. Necessarily, it doesn't necessarily, don't necessarily, don't necessarily don't make a shit. I mean, this guy has yeah. been, this guy's 104 and 12, um, 104 and 12. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Ray, Ray says, uh, you can only be on top for so long. Got to give them hell when you can. Yeah, and and I agree with all that. And and I understand that there are certain schools that Alabama made their bitch for a long time. And if Nick Saban was there, they would still be Alabama's bitch for a long time. And they're thinking that, hey, maybe this is an opportunity for us to not have to be mouth pumped every year. And maybe we can get back to uh, – you know, being competitive and the idea that we can go to the mm. SEC championship game and, and things like that. Maybe that's, and that's fine, but th- this whole adage of, you know, we should feel sorry for Bama is just funny for me. The guys that, the Alabama fans too, that are like, oh, somebody, some Alabama fan that I follow on Twitter, some tweeted something out about, you know, Coach Saban was right. They don't make players like they used to. These players ran Coach Saban out of football. You know what? I like to think that Coach Saban has a big fucking set of nuts, and he was winning when NIL was there anyway. They went to the fucking playoff this year, and there was still NIL. He he got transformed players to come in with him all the time. So Nick Saban adapted. And I think that Nick Saban, um, 
would be like, you know what? Maybe I'm just 72 fucking years old and it's time for me to go. Maybe that's part oh, of man, it. I'm 72. Yeah. I'm an old man. I'm 72. Yeah. I, I, I don't, uh, Chris says it's weird that Tennessee is the only fan base mentioned. I didn't mention anything about your irrelevant ass program, sir. Please shut the fuck up. You're not a relevant program. Well, I haven't done anything have since to. 1998. So I didn't. Sorry. Ben Simmons says, fuck you, Kalester. Hey, you damn Georgia fans who are dancing on Alabama's graves are doing it prematurely and you're starting to piss me off a little bit. Is that better? Yeah, yeah there you go. Thanks. How about how about the Mississippi State fans that are like, you know what? Maybe we can beat Alabama two times out of ten now. Maybe there's some. Then someone says, "Fuck you, Kelster." That's uh, it's very disrespectful. But you should you should be careful with Hi, ben. ben. Ben is seven foot tall, three hundred and sixty five pounds, and is the best damn dart thrower, pool player, and fighter in the history of this program. He he, he drugged that poor young lady to his right there in the. Profile picture to, to take a, a pick with him. Uh, yeah, there's no way, there's, no way she'd be, no way. She'd be there's no way she'd be seen with with that barnyard animal. Um, well, she had to stand on a chair to get that high up to his face. So there's that, or something. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Art so says go. he retired because he's rich and he can. Okay, well there you go. That's that's simple enough, ain't it? So let's see here. South Carolina lives in Uncle Lou's head rent-free. Okay, well, there you go with that. You know, um, Uncle, Lou, Uncle Lou called me last night while I was working. <laughs> I, I, I took a phone call from Uncle Lou at like 10.45, or no, not that late. It was like 10.15 last night asking me about Robbie Ashford. It was actually on the live show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey yeah. Uncle Lou, I'm working right now. Well, fuck it, Jackpot. It's for the show. You should be caring about the show, Jack. Oh, it was fine. It was fine. I told him he was always considering. So <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, Ray says, "I agree. Saban isn't dealing with a fucking eighteen-year-old making decisions instead of him." Very good. Chris says, "I'm excited that Phil Moffa will get the majority of the touches out of the backfield next season for the Tigers." Be careful what you wish for, sir, because Moffa has um, Moffa's got some fumbleitis. I mean, until he rectifies that. Mm, be careful. Yeah, everybody thinks all that's cured now that he scored a couple of touchdowns against Kentucky. And and by the way, the Clemson fans that are running their mouths about, oh, we've got everything right now. You know, and not, that he somebody, not that he didn't play well, but still. It's like, hey, we've got we we've uh you know, Club Nick's got got some more seasoning. They've got another year under this Riley offense and there's a new offensive line coach, and the offense is going to be fine. And I'm like, hmm. Clemson's got a lot of fucking holes. And if you don't believe me, the early line on the Clemson-Georgia game right now, Clemson is a 12-and-a-half-point dog to the Georgia Bulldogs in the first game of the season. Right now. That'd probably be two touchdowns by – So I'm not, I'm not trying the to idea be no, but it's true though. But the idea that Clemson's got it all figured out and everything is great—there's um, a lot of work to do. Tom Piper says, "Jackpot, do you think South Carolina will do well in transfer portal?" South Carolina's already done pretty well in the transfer portal. Rob has SEC bias. Says, "What happened to Shitley? He declared for the NFL draft." He did. Yeah, you know that Rob has SEC bias. He, he hear me say Shitley. 
Longtime friend of the show, Keith says, Clubnet needs a lot more seasoning. The whole offense needs some seasoning. Yeah. There, the offense looks like yeah, um, he need he need he needs some some thyme and rosemary and fucking cream of tartar. <laughs> oh goodness! All right, well, there's that, and uh, obviously, we'll take your. Uh, you want to join us tonight on the show about any of this? Uh, feel free. I'm gonna put the link over here. It's already in the bio there, but if you'd like to join the show, have at it. We'll take calls from you tonight. Um, you know, uh, um, Chris, Chris from Georgia. I'm assuming this is Chris from Georgia. Sometimes it used to say Chris from Georgia, and then it says Chris Foster. Sometimes he says, and whenever I look at his his Tennessee T avatar, it looks like a Clemson ball to me. For some reasons, my eyesight's not good. Thank you for making it big. It's definitely a T. Says lots of mid coaches have made netty game. It's not always an indicator of greatness. Sonny Dykes, Mark Helfrich, and Gary Patterson. Gary Patterson, I can't doubt, made the playoffs. One coach a year. No one's clamoring to hire them. Yeah, those guys haven't weren't one hundred four and twelve either. Uh, let's welcome Uncle Lou to the program. Good evening, sir. Yeah, who is the Schultz lady? Schultz. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, I, I'm, I'm taken lady. <laughs> move yeah, on. You hear that? You're going to have to move along. Um, go on about your business lady. Um, now I did text jackpot before I called him Rob. So you I, I, know. I, was, I was just picking uncle <laughs> because actually not because I thought he might've been I worked at night. Yeah. I thought you worked during the day. So I texted you because I thought you might have already been asleep. I thought for some reason I thought you got up no. at like four in the morning and went to work or something. So I yeah, was like, normally I do. I was out, I was working on a project late. Okay. Uh yeah, and then Jackpot was able to give me the information that I needed. So that was good. Cleared that up. I told the caller when he called in, he I said, You gotta be lying to me. <laughs> so I'm glad I called you and figured out he was lying. Uh, that Robbie Ashford's not starting quarterback for you because that'd be terrible. Um be awful even by shane beamer standards that would be just be ridiculous hey i want to ask you a question yeah um you remember when we used to do live streams and like you used to could go back and watch it and you could replay the live chats yeah have they taken that feature away no well how do you do oh, it because oh, like are you, you talking about like on your phone yeah so when you when you Try to look at the comment section now on your phone. If it's showing the regular comment section instead of the live comment section, you actually have to slide it with your finger to to like to the left. Oh, okay. Instead of like being a tab that says like comments or live comments, they took the tab away and now you oh. just slide it left and right and it'll switch from like the live comments like that happened during the show versus the comment section that appears after the live show is uploaded. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah Cause it used to be up there under the tab. I got right. another example of YouTube fixing something that wasn't wrong. Yeah, uh, exactly. For, for no reason at all. Um, but look, the reason I was calling in is because I'm just extremely concerned about both Alabama and their fans. Um, <laughs> it might be 10 years before they matter again. And I'm not not trolling. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, they won it Natty in 92 with Gene Stallings. 
Uh, and then they didn't win another one till when? 2009. That's 17 years. Yep. Uh, Bear Bryant won his last natty in what, 78? Yeah. So what is that, 14 years before they won another one in 1992? This idea that it's like, well, doesn't matter that we lost the greatest coach in history and an amazing coaching staff. And we're losing our best offensive player, Isaiah Bond, to Texas A&M. And we're losing our best defensive player, Caleb Downs, to Georgia. And we're losing the best freshman offensive tackle in the SEC, Cade Proctor. And we're losing a couple of other starters. And we're losing 23 backups. It doesn't matter. We're Bama. That's a dead giveaway that these people became fans in 2009. They just don't understand. Um, And so I really feel bad for them. They're, They're... they're down bad. They're in shambles. They have no idea what's coming, um, but they're going to sink into irrelevancy. Uh, Alabama was top five in the 2025 recruiting class two days ago. <coughs> now they're not in the top 20. So he can't keep the players that are already on the team. They want out. The only player they can keep is Mildew, and the only reason they can keep Mildew is because nobody else wants him. So, so they can't keep the players they have now. They can't keep the players they recruited for 2024. Ryan Williams already gave them the deuces. Their 2025 recruiting class has fallen apart. We know Kalen DeBoer can't recruit. Has he ever? No. No. Um. So Bama's just fixing to be what a lot of us remember Bama being, which is just another bump in the road. That's it. You know, they're all Miss in a good year. Yeah. They're, uh, you know, they're 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 uh, they're they're Kentucky when Kentucky starts six and zero and everyone gets excited and then they finish seven and five again. I mean, that's just what it oh, is. Is Alabama going to play half the MAC again this year? Well, they're going to try. Uh, you know, they're going to try. They'll get some wins there, but um, you know, they had a good run. It's over. I mean, that's all there is to it. They're they're meaningless at this point, other than pointing and laughing at them because, like, and here's the thing, because people keep saying, oh, but, look, you, you can't stop talking about Bama because you know they ain't going nowhere. No, 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 no. It's education. Because we know you didn't become a fan until 2009. I know all you know is Bama winning and being title contenders every year. I We know that. We're trying to prepare you for what's to come, dummy. And by dummy, I mean any random Alabama fan. They're, they're, they're just not going to your To the Georgia bandwagon now because that's where they're going to go, right? Well, luckily, Georgia won a couple of natties before Saban retired. So the bandwagon sort of already filled up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how much room there is left on there. Um, These fans have got to go somewhere. Yeah, I don't know where they're going to go. Um, now, Texas is forming a bandwagon as we speak. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Mizzou. Mizzou. Mizzou needs fans bad. Real bad. Yeah. Yeah, Missouri needs fans real bad. Um, Not that far away. Not that far north. Yeah, they well, could become Arkansas fans if Arkansas were worth a shit, but. It's just a sad situation to see because, you know, these people have enjoyed successful seasons for the majority, you know, for their entirety of their fanhood, Um, you know, because they were watching cars go in circles in 2005. 
you know? And I mean, they're, I, I don't know if they're planning on going back to that or like you suggest, if they're going to jump to another college football team. Um, I mean, look, things are a lot different now as far as joining a bandwagon than they were in 2009. Think about it. In 2009, there weren't very many receipts. There's a lot of receipts right now. A lot of these people can't show up on the internet and pretend to be Texas fans tomorrow whenever we've seen their comments on YouTube and the internet for tw 10 years pretending to be a Bama fan. Think about all the hoops these people have to jump through. They've got to create a new YouTube account. They've got to create a new Twitter. They've got to create a new Facebook so that they can pretend to be fans of whatever team it is that happens to be doing good at the time. Because if they don't, like, we're going to know, hey, dummy, that's you, you're the Alabama fan from last year. It's just a bad situation. In 2009, when they jumped on the bandwagon, there was no digital receipts anywhere. No one was yeah, going yeah, to you, 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 try to figure out who this guy was a fan of. Nobody cared. We knew where they came from. They came from NASCAR. But now, like, <clears throat> like we know these people are Bama fans. We've been watching them drool in the comment section for 10 years on YouTube. How can they? They can't just up and pretend to be a fan of another team. They got to get all new YouTube accounts, all new Twitters, the whole deal. Like, it's a big mess they've created for themselves. I feel bad for them. I do. If they weren't so fucking retarded, I, you know. Uncle Lou, I'm not buying that you feel bad for them at all. I, I really do. I really do. You know, God gave Alabama the gift of football. Uh, God gave Alabama fans the gift of football because they didn't give them anything else. And now he's taking that away. I mean, what else do they have? They got no pro teams. The economy can't support it. It's fucking poverty ridden from border to border down there. They can't support a pro. Financially and economically, they can't support a pro team. All they've got is Alabama. What? Auburn? Stop. Stop it with Auburn. Hugh Freeze be out of a job in two years. It's not working well, out for him. That's weird that you say that. Just the other day, I was uh, in the bathroom playing with Google Earth and, um, not the actual Google Earth. I didn't nickname something Google Earth, but uh, and and I was just looking at a random NASCAR track, and um, it's abandoned, and there are weeds and stuff growing up in between the concrete bleachers. And I didn't think of it until you just said something about it. I said, you know what those weeds and bleachers represent? Alabama football success. No. Oh. Huh? I mean this. This must be what it was like to be alive in 1929 when the stock market crashed on Black Monday. What day did Nick Saban retire? What day of the week was it? It was, uh, it was a Tuesday or a Wednesday, wasn't it? Black Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Now Alabama fans are mad because I said black. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm serious. I haven't seen them this upset since they had to start sharing water fountains. They're down uh, bad, man. They're down bad. I mean, it's it's. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't. I really don't. They haven't been. I mean, they haven't been this upset since Kennedy had to send the troops in to force them to desegregate. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a bad situation down there. Like I said, they don't have anything else. I don't I'm know. To other good things in Alabama, but I really can't. I mean, why? Why? What is? What do they offer? I don't know. I can't. Nothing. Crickets. 
Yep. What Gulf Shores? Give me a fucking break. The only people, the only reason people go there is to get on a boat to leave. That's it. The port down there. <laughs> Carnival sends their oldest, most decrepit ship to Gulf Shores. So, you know, well, we could scuttle this boat and sink it in the middle of nowhere, or we can send it to Gulf Shores. All right, well, fuck it. Send it to Gulf Shores. Those dumbasses don't have anything to do from January to August anyway. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm trying to think of a reason that I would go to Alabama. I don't really have one. So, yeah. I don't know. Well, like I said, I'm worried about them. And, um, you know, keep them in your thoughts and thoughts and that. And um, you know, we'll see what happens. Appreciate it, Uncle Lou. You're always welcome to join us, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Gentlemen, have an amazing evening. All right. There you go. Uncle Lou joining the program. I, As I told Uncle Lou, I, I'm not buying that he feels bad for them. I mean, he's not become humanitarian Uncle Lou now. Maybe the Georgia two national titles have made him feel that way, but I, I, I don't think Uncle Lou would piss on an Alabama fan that was on fire, but that's just me. Keith says they'll be spending a lot more time with their cousins. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Chris says Gulf Shores is Myrtle Beach with some class. I mean, you want to rip Myrtle Beach? Nobody from, I mean, nobody goes to Myrtle Beach except for the silly folk. I mean, I hadn't been there in years. We go to the beach, we go to Folly Beach or the Isle of Palms or Hilton Head or, you know, whatever. Nobody goes to, nobody goes to Murder Beach. That's all for the tourists. The fucking people from Alabama leave their state to come. No, I've, to been, I've been to a beach. Well, no, I, I actually went to the beach last, last uh, June uh, for two days. But we were down like near Merle's Inlet. <laughs> yeah, that's a good spot. Big Barney Ross says Edisto. Very good. Um, let's talk to Rob has an SEC bias. Welcome to the program. How are y'all doing? What's going on? I see you're repping uh old Penn State, Kale. Yeah, I threw on something that was close by. Now, uh, have you heard anything about uh maybe James Franklin making a move? I know you've been talking about uh you think he's gonna lose his job. I don't really keep up with you know much football outside of the SEC. Um, is Penn State um, kind of talking yeah, about should. There's a whole big world out there. Um, no, nah, uh, he's coming. He's back again this year. And he's, and he's to, to beat one of the big two uh, in 2024 if he wants to stay around, though, I think. And I'm not even sure. I haven't really taken a close look at their schedule. I'm not sure if they play both Alabama and uh, or Alabama, Ohio State and Michigan in 2024. Because uh, we added those uh, other teams over there. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, because uh, they've got to be doing a different uh, – a whole, whole new schedule, too. Now, are all the other teams going to have two buys like the SEC is going to have as well? I think everybody's doing that. Okay. That's just the way uh, the, the calendar fell this year. I didn't know if that was going to be something that we were doing going forward, but no. Let me see here. Let me see what they play real quick. I'm going to rattle it off. Penn State uh-huh. schedule uh, at West Virginia. Bowling Green at home. Then they're off. Then they play Kent State. Uh, then they're at home against Illinois. Then they're at home against UCLA. Then it's weird. Then the next week, they're on the road at USC. 
Then they're off. Then they're at Wisconsin. They play Ohio State at home, play Washington at home, at Purdue, at Minnesota. Then they play Maryland. So they do not play Michigan. No, but you swap. Yeah, there's really only going to be two toughish games on their schedule right there. And who uh, knows what Southern Cal is going to look like after Caleb Williams is gone. Um, the game at, at West Virginia might not be a slouch. You know, I just found out something the other day. Uh, West Virginia is like top. I think they've got like the number seventh uh, NIL collective in the nation. Can you believe that? Well, you got to have a lot of money to get people to go to that shithole. Right? But like where who, where the hell is that coming from, dude? The freaking moonshine stills out in the out in the mountains? Like No, there's fucking there's coal in West Virginia. There's there's money there. There's money up there. Yeah, but it just doesn't seem like they have that large of a fan base. Like I don't actually think I've ever met a West Virginia fan to be honest with you. I have. I've met one or two. But they're pissed they don't burn couches anymore. Yeah, that I've met, I've met a few. I would I would like to see Marshall and West Virginia play every year. That should be a, a rivalry that's played every year, but unfortunately it's not. Well, I was looking at the, the Gamecock schedule coming up and uh man, it's gonna be a gauntlet, dude. I, I do not we're have talking about, we're talking about basketball or football here, buddy. I'm talking about football now. And best I don't even want to talk about basketball after that performance versus Georgia, man. Uh, yeah, I, uh, well, I mean, it, it's the refs. I, uh, I don't know. Don't come I don't on, you're blaming the fucking refs. I can't have it. It was that flagrant call was bullshit. For I, I think we can all agree on that. All right, that's something we can all agree on. We don't have to agree on anything else, but the flagrant call was bullshit. You know, the uh, folks that are running their mouth about schedule too, with um, yeah, I. If I'm a Gamecock fan, that would that would annoy the shit out of me because Missouri plays an SEC East schedule. I know we don't have the SEC East anymore, but they went 11 and two. So fuck off with the schedule. Go and play your schedule and win it. Stop using that as a crutch. Go out there and think you're supposed to win something. Stand on business. Stand like on business. Know, That's what I've always That's what said. I'm saying. You know, I, 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 I don't. For- I'm not sure we have the team to. To go out and win well, look, a lot of games. Look, let me give you here. let me give you the old Dabo Sweetie term. The only team we need to worry about is Clemson. For you, it's South Carolina. Just don't beat yourself. Do what you're supposed to do and be the best South Carolina team you can be. And don't worry about this damn schedule you got. Because guess what? Unless you leave the conference, your schedule's gonna have juggernauts on it every year anyway. It's just yeah. the way that it is. Like I've said at one time before, um, we can't brag about being in the SEC and beat our chests about it and then bitch and moan because we're playing an SEC schedule. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm I'm just simply stating uh, I'm not sure what the roster we've got. I was looking at it. Um, you know, I know people are going to be saying it's a prove-it year, but – you know, with how young we are, yeah, I, I kind of see us maybe going, you know, six wins again, five wins. Um, I, I they better run um, more than five games, or he's not going to be around in 2025. Well, yeah, I, I, I think I, I agree. Jackpot there, too. But I mean, look, you can have a season where I think if you're competitive and you're still making, no, I'm not, I'm not talking competitive where you go four and eight, okay? 
But I'm talking about when you look at the schedule, you got Old Dominion at the start. Then you go to Kentucky, LSU, Akron. If you can be in those games that are the big games, the LSU, the old piss, um, you know, you play well at Alabama, but you lose some of those games. You can't be going out and losing to Kentucky, losing yeah, that's to that's a must win right there, Kentucky. Mizzou. You can't. I mean, I know Mizzou's supposedly like, oh, they're going to be a, you know, a dark horse to go to the playoff. You, you got to just start thinking. You know what? We spend more money on football than Mizzou. I mean, we think that Shane Beamer is a better coach than Drunkowitz. You know, you got to lay your dick out there. You're playing at home too. Yeah. Well, maybe now, they'll have them figured out. There's not to be no Cody Schrader. That was the yeah. heart and soul of that team. I think that's going to hurt them some. How much we shall see. They're losing some pieces off that defense too. Losing their defensive coordinator. Yeah, um, I'll tell you, Brady Cook is a serviceable quarterback. Man, he doesn't get talked about enough. I, you know, I think him coming back is going to keep their offense going pretty well. I think Cody Schrader was more of a product of the system. Granted, he was a you know a good quarter, a good running back. But I don't a, think he had the most yardage of the conference. So. Exactly, but I don't think if you yeah, put Cody Schrader again, I think he was aided by the by the system he was in. I don't think if you put him really anywhere else, he probably has that level of production. So I'd imagine yeah, they probably going to place him under decently. that though. Under that though, I mean, he ran hard. I mean, Drinkowitz, I'm sure can find another running back that runs hard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Didn't he only yeah. average like? like four yards a carry or something on the season. He just like was a workhorse. I don't know. I mean, but he, he, he shredded a lot of teams. He did do that. I mean, he, you know, you can make an argument that he knocked out Ohio state by himself. I mean, he was the idea of, Hey, we're going to run behind him and let him go. I mean, as the game wore on is his yards per carry went up. He was kind of one of those running backs. Well, I think uh, now who do you think is better? You think Cody Schrader is better than Shipley? Is it? I'd say they both are about the same size. As far as in college, yeah, Schrader Schrader had a better season than Shipley had. Schrader uh, Schrader carried the ball. I think it was like uh, a sixteen hundred and twenty-seven yards, six yards a carry. Oh, six yards a carry. Okay, that's a lot more impressive than I was giving him. Well, five point nine. So still pretty much away from six. I mean that's yeah those those numbers don't lie right there. Um, yeah, I, I think. I was the, and you know, well, they through. did um, actually bring in the uh, number ten running back uh, in the country as far as in terms of yards in uh, Marcus Carroll from Georgia State. Five yards oh. of carry, ran about thirteen hundred and fifty yards last year in thirteen tutties. You know he was freaking coached up well, right? Probably got the yeah. Uh, that old Sean Elliott's down there, right? Yep. Yeah, what a yep. legend, man! I, he should have had the job, man. Why the hell did they fire him from us, champ? Uh, I heard it was because he still lost pisses to the Citadel. Well, I you know, I guess, but yeah. he also you know let a fire under the team. It was dumb. Uh, yeah, I mean, Helly competed. Helly was down twenty-one to three to uh, the number one ranked Clemson team, uh, and you know could have just folded it up. But nah, he came he back and dropped his nuts, man. 
they came back. Um, you know, made a ball game out of it. But hey, um, you know, he would have been. They could have signed him to like a two or three year contract, something like that. Yeah, at least give he, him another year. Paid him. Paid him. Like cheap. how they did Arnett this year at uh, Mississippi State. Yeah. At least give him a prove it year. That whole yeah. situation was handled incorrectly. Yeah. That should cost Ray like, job after yeah, I mean, that. It's not like, um, you know, to be fair, the board of trustees and, and the AD situation down at South Carolina is less than, less than, it's, it's a C minus at best. Just leave it at that. We'll give them a C because of Don Staley. The rest of it's like, eh. So. No one's uh what what I, I saw your your name, Kale. What's uh what's up with the quarters that name? You 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 packing it in on the basketball team? No, I think that's go ahead, Jack. What I mean, I think that's an honor. Are you, are you supporting the basketball team after that Georgia loss? How's how's your feeling? You packing it in? Yeah, I just I actually I was just gonna erase all that and just put Carolina Jackpot on there, but I was um in a hurry to get on here tonight. Um, not, I didn't not know if you were like being facetious. I was, I was excited. I, I was running late, so I just changed that to fourteen and three. Okay. <laughs> I, well, Jack will support. I think he'll support the team regardless. So, oh yeah. I mean, you yeah, got to give you got to give him some uh, some time down there too. So there's that. But yeah, there's a but there's a point when you realize your team probably isn't gonna, you know, progress. And I think you know we've had some close games to some. Not so good teams. I, I don't well, see they just went on the fun. road and uh, stood on business at Mizzou on Saturday afternoon and won in overtime. Oh, I know. I saw it. Hey, we'll we'll go as far as Mac and and Mechie Johnson will take us. But you know, hey, Mechie's live. What about Miles Studi Booty? <laughs> well, uh, Rob, I was going to ask you. By the way, um, like Clemson's basketball seems to be on a pretty decent roll. No, we're not. We're a fucking no, shit hole. lost like three other last four games. It's the, it's the Brad Brownell special every year. Start the season 14 and 2, and then finish the season goddamn 8 and 12. And then wonder why you're a 22 team winner in the fucking ACC and you don't go to the tournament. And then you sit there and you piss and moan and whine, and, and you're still making fucking uh, comments about it when your team's squaring off with Moorhead State, and then Moorhead State hands you your ass in Little John in front of about 12 fucking people. That's what hey, didn't they beat y'all is right now. Didn't they beat y'all in the NIL last yeah, year? Yeah, he sent him on a tie, right? The when NIT, not, not the NIL. It was the NIT. Yeah, yeah. Who, 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 who's Moorhead State paying in the NIL? <laughs> well, I don't know, but I, I, it's just it's it's fucking stupid to me that you can't see the writing on the wall. You know, do you want to be the fired Brownell years ago? Kentucky football of uh of of ACC basketball because that's what Clemson is. They're I'll tell you, making the tournament, season, and then they get their dicks pushed in, and they become eunuchs. Once we get to damn mid-January. That season they, last year. They lost to a fucking Georgia Tech team that had lost five straight. They were up by eight with a minute and 30 seconds to go, and they fucking lost. At home, too. At home. Yeah. How that, the that, hell that, you, you lose at home to Georgia Tech and blow an eight-point lead? Well. That, it, I'm telling you, that season it, last year will be our detriment. Game. It's fucking stupid to me. 
And that's why it's like, you know, I I was happy to see them play well because I'm always happy to when a Clemson team plays well. But in the end, Brad Brownell is not – he just – for some reason, if you've watched the past five games, they've gone up as far as how many three-pointers they've given up, which to me says they can't defend the perimeter, which, you know, not to get into too much hoops talk, but – they can't defend the perimeter. They can rebound. The post guys are pretty good, but they are soft as fucking Charmin up top. And their their guards get beat up and they're just they're just straight bitches. That's just the way that it is. And it's not gonna change until they move on from this guy. And see, here's the thing with, with Clemson. You know, I, you can talk about um, you know, uh, oh well they're they can get uh, another coach and who the fuck wants to go there and coach? You're going to go there and automatically know that you are second fiddle to football, period. Period. Yeah. So no, no, no fucking good coach is going to go there. It's not, it's not going to be the way that it is. I mean, in most, most major schools in the SEC and the ACC, most of them are. Yeah. I, I just, if you well, want to be good, if, if Clemson to wants to compete on the national right. level at basketball, they need to upgrade their facilities first of all. Well, look, I know they just renovated Lowell John, well, but it's still facilities behind. are rated as one of the top four in the conference. It's not an issue of that. Clemson money has been behind them. They pay Brownell; he's one of the top five paid coaches in the conference. Here's the thing, okay? It's funny. They have this whole they have this whole thing of Brad Brownell is a great X's and O's guy. All right. If you're a great X's and O's guy, you don't have your fucking center taking three point shots in goddamn double overtime. Yeah, I watched the game. Stupid. I watched the game last year. Um, this is your great X's and O's guy. I think it was maybe Clemson versus Miami. Fuck it, uh, fuck this fuck this, this fucking clown Brown Owl, literally five possessions in a row was nothing but PJ Hall. Back to the basket, clear out, ISO ball. Five possessions in a row. How, like how? Like how do you draw Look, it up? I, I'm all. I you know what? So I'm all cool. about dribbling down and giving the ball to PJ Hall in the paint and saying, "All right, go up and do what you do." And Chef, we're going uh, grab rebounds and try to do stuff. I'm fine with that. This whole though. thing of let's take our fucking biggest player, the tallest motherfucker on the team. That is our post presence. Let's have him outside and have him come and run off a pick on the wing and shoot a three. Wait, they had work. Yes, last night that's what he did. He he was shooting fucking threes, jackpot, in double overtime. He should be setting a fucking pick for a fucking guard and let the guard shoot the three and then take your big ass down the middle and fucking rebound and try to get points that way. You fuck around and let him shoot a three when you're up by like 15. Three fucking times, jackpot. Three fucking times in the overtime period. Not once. Not, not, oh man, they came down and we didn't get what we want. I had to throw it up there. No, three fucking different times. It's fucking stupid. up, man. It's fucking terrible. I'm sorry. He is fucking terrible. And I'm tired of like, oh, well, the players love him. Well, then fucking they can go too. Because you're the ones getting your fucking dicks kicked in. You could take your ass and get the fuck out too. Hey, I'd did you guys have, see? I'd rather have goddamn Nick Honor 
who was up there at Clemson and transferred to Missouri. I'd rather have him out there. At least he fucking had a set of balls. He looked like Carlton from the Fresh Prince, but at least he had a set of balls. He would have came down and shot a three, not been a bitch about it. Who? Fucking Nick Honor that played at Clemson transferred to Mizzou. Yeah, he scored 18 points last night for uh, Mizzou and that. Do y'all remember – well, first off, was Nick Arner the guy who like pretty much assaulted that uh that guy, or was that? Well, no, that that was something else I wanted to talk about. It was another Missouri player, and he I guess they kind of went into the to the Nate Oates huddle, and Nate Oates pushed him out of the huddle. That was what a young the hell man is going East. on here? Yeah, what the hell is going on here? You know what? If I uh, I mean maybe I'm just territorial with my stuff here, but. If you touch my player, I'm going to fucking fight you. Yeah. I promised his mama I'm going to take care of him. I didn't promise his mama I was going to take him down to Alabama and have their coach put their hands on him. Yeah. Fuck all that, man. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, I agree. But um, I I was – y'all were kind of in a black hole with Brownell. I don't don't think you'll get rid of him until he just – Absolutely shits down both legs, man. Well, and here, and you know, I have the adage too of I care about Clemson hoops because I love basketball. But on the other hand, what? Why? Why get rid of him? He goes out, and I mean, he'll go above five hundred. You'll keep, you know, some people like there'll be people that will want to go to the basketball game that's on the day the spring game. Or I'm sorry, there'll there'll be people that want to go up there and watch basketball and all that, and that's great. But on the other hand, it's like, you know what? This is just a bunch of – we're not serious about basketball up there. Yeah. We're just not – we're not. Well, when Zion Williamson sat down with the Clemson hat and the, the Duke hat and all these Clemson fans were like, oh, maybe he's going to come to Clemson. I was like, oh, what? Yeah. what? Why the what hell would he do that? Come there for? Just because his stepdad went there doesn't mean he's fucking going to go to Clemson. Yeah, no. your mind. It's fucking stupid. So anyway, I that guy should be. I remember I was out. I was I was eating way party. back burger the night that they uh, announced he was going to Duke, not Clemson. Mm. Well, I'll tell you, I, you're kind of in the hole that the Carolina man found himself <laughs> just with a lot less results with Frank Martin. You know, we had the Final Four run to hang yeah, our no. hat on. Frank Martin, Frank, Martin had, Frank Martin had some good teams. But Brownell's done a lot better conference. No. He's got better conference results. Than Brownell, couldn't, Brownell couldn't touch Frank Martin's gym bag. Frank Martin's a fucking hell of a coach. And you know what? I, I don't I, – I, your coach that you've got now may be a good coach, but as far as being a man and developing men and making good basketball players, y'all should y'all should be ashamed of yourself for running off Frank Martin just because I, fucking listen, yelled at players and shit. He was not on the downswing. He was on the downswing. He was definitely on the downswing. Fine. He went to. He thought he followed up a Final Four appearance with no more NCAA tournament appearances. Yeah, and we kept him around for like four or five more. What? what how long? It was like four years at least. Uh, after you, were, you, were, yeah. you had some good teams though. There were some good teams in that in that uh, Frank Martin stretch, considering the fact that he was left with dog shit from Darren Horn. Darren Horn was a shithole. Well, he had a stop. Listen, Frank Martin was good because of Darren legacy Horn recruits. Beat Kentucky. His his best Horn. teams had legacy recruits. Um, I, I give you Sundarius. He developed Sundarius, but PJ Hall was a huge contributor on that team too. 
And he, I don't think he goes to South Carolina if it's – I mean, not P.J. Hall, but P.J. Dozer, rather. I don't think he goes to South Carolina without that connection, you know. So I don't necessarily no, give all a, the credit. Actually, he was a, he was a legacy. Uh, his dad played at South Carolina. Yeah, the the girl, the his sister played at Carolina too, didn't she? Or am I mistaken? I think uh, I think I there was a daughter that. that played. Yeah, Asia Asia Dozier or whatever. Yeah, his, yeah. His, his dad went to South Carolina. Perry Dozier. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I look. I just get upset about it because, like. And and PJ Hall is a player that is, is is really good, but someone told him, "Hey, you can go and shoot threes. We're gonna run a play for you that where you get a three point shot off of a curl. Are you out of your fucking gizzards with that? The guy shoots like I think twenty one percent from three point land. Yeah, we're gonna fucking let him shoot the ball. Get the fuck out of here. Chris, um, Fa- Chris Foster said Frank Martin should have done like Kalen DeBoer. And went to a good program after his fool's gold season. I guess that was the final four run. Yeah. What did Tennessee have a fool's gold final four appearance, Rob? Have they ever made it to the I don't think I, I don't know if Tennessee's ever been to the final I, four. I, I they haven't. I'll, I'll cut to the chase. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I, went, I didn't want to put something out there because then no. Chris will say that I'm lying about his program and and I'm not. I don't know much about Tennessee basketball. I mean, how do we know? I mean, t- I mean, according to everybody else, uh, Alabama's not a good football program anymore. So that would be false too. Chris, got two fa- yeah, two falsehoods there in one sentence. Chris just needs to relax, man. Take a freaking Xanax or something. This dude's always angry about something, man. It, uh, it's I'm, I'm just about Clemson hoops. So there's that. But. Uh, Appreciate you joining. You got anything yep. else? Y'all take care. Uh, nah, man. Y'all take care. All right, buddy. We'll see you later on. Peace. All right. Well, anyway, Christopher Jack Jones Paul. says Clemson at one point even had Cliff Ellis. Did he? Yeah. Did, did he have to retire? He retired like in mid-season from Coastal. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, I, I liked Coach Ellis. He was older, um, for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's, do you think he's in his 70s now? I've gotten to interview Coach Ellis. He's just a nice guy. I like him, and I like uh, Bobby Cremins. I think Bobby Cremins is a great guy, too. But Chris says, angry ass made y'all simp. I mean, Frank Martin's been to the Final Four. So, I mean, yeah. more than any Tennessee coach can say, unless we're talking about the women's coach. I I mean, I, I don't know enough about him to even say that, but hey, you're, you're, uh, he would have. He would have. He would have made the national championship game too, if Cinderella Stormwell hadn't had the flu. Oh, stop with that shit! <laughs> Jackpot's hilarious with that. They would have. They played Gonzaga and they got up on us by like ten, and then we came all the way back and were. Gonzaga had that big footed center yeah, though. Yeah, it's a big fucking Sasquatch motherfucker. I wonder what happened to him. He's fucking pumping gas in Washington somewhere. Down redwood trees on the side. Yeah, he's he, he's probably sitting there. He's probably drunk and out of shape somewhere, talking to women like I played in a national championship game, and they're like, "Oh, really? He's seven foot tall, and he's you know, he's, hey, he's, he's that tall. He's got big feet. I wonder what else is big." Uh, Chris Foster says, "I mean, does one more Final Four make you elite? It does. The year that you made the Final Four, yeah, because they're you're sure. one of the four best, but." Surely Tennessee's been to the Final Four. I mean, they had Allen Houston. They had to go to the Final Four, right? Oh, well. 
No. Nah. All right. Well, anyway, I'm pissed off with the Clemson basketball team, and I'm the rest of the season. I'm just I'm gonna be pissy, regardless. Somebody said something to me on Twitter today about, well, what if Brownell turns it around and they they make the tournament? Fuck him still. Be consistent. Make the tournament every year, and don't bellyache because you have to play fucking Moorhead State in the NIT. Let's try that. Be fucking consistent. Let's try that. Foster says my coach has a Final Four. We have a great coach. He made a uh, he, made a he won the Final Four, Four, at, Four Texas. at Texas. That's like saying that's like saying fucking less miles. That's like that's saying hey, Steve Spurrier won a national championship at Florida. Yeah. <laughs> so we had a national championship winning coach in Spurrier here in South Carolina. Oh, out of here, man. Didn't he? He took uh, Clemson to the Elite Eight, did he not? Yeah, they went to the Elite Eight and they lost. That was the UConn game. That I don't, I don't think. think. No, that wasn't. No, no that, that was, was something else. That was no, that was, that was a Cliff Ellis. Yeah, that would no. You would you would have made the Elite Eight had you won that game. That was with Cliff Ellis back in yeah. 89, 90, something like that. Uh, I don't know who they lost to, but was it Minnesota? Maybe UConn. Wasn't it UConn? That was against UConn. Was that that three pointer from the corner where the kid turned around with a fraction of a second and hit it? But I think he lost to Minnesota. Was the one I think that beat Clemson. Well, they would have went to the elite. Well, they went to the elite yeah. eight. Uh, has they has Tennessee been doing the elite eight? Uh, I Rick Barnes. Uh, I don't know. I don't like. I'm not trying to be so, silly. I don't follow enough. I don't follow. They shot, they shot the bed in the tournament against somebody last year. And I'm not yeah. I'm not making fun because, I mean, a lot of us have shot the bed, but I don't remember who it was. So I'm looking at the Sierra Clemson has been. Uh, they have one Elite Eight appearance in 1980. Um, and then one, two, three, four Sweet 16 appearances. So there's that. Let me let me let's check Tennessee because I honestly want to see. Is, uh, is Foster uh, says the Sunny Dykes better than Ryan Day? I mean, Sunny Dykes played for a <laughs> national championship. Ryan Day came and won a playoff game. Tennessee Volunteers basketball. Okay, so Tennessee has all right. So to put them in perspective, Tennessee has one Elite Eight appearance. They have what? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine sweet 16 appearances. Wow. Um, yeah, so wow. including last season, let's see here. Last year, the Rick Barnes era, they went mm, so they went 25 and 11. They went into the uh, they went in the sweet 16 and lost last year, so there's that, yeah. So I, I don't know. All right. Well, jackpot. Um, Jerry wants to know what is wrong with Greg Atkins' health. I, I don't know. He needs to get the fuck out of South Carolina. Maybe he'll start feeling better. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe the humidity is too much for him. He needs to get away from that football smart. team because him and his uh, and his uh, crony uh, down there, Lonnie Teasley, or they're not good offensive line coaches. They they need to go back where they came from, and he'd start feeling better. I don't I don't really know, to be honest with you. That's a good question. I don't know either. Hey, uh, let's pick NFL games before we get out of here, Jackpot, because we have um the 
uh, what is it? The divisional weekend. So let me pull up the NFL picks here. And uh, we'll go from there. Let's see here. All right. So on Saturday at 3.30, the Texans will play at the Ravens. Ravens are a 10-point favorite. Uh, I think the Ravens blow them out. Yeah, probably so. Probably so. Stop chewing on that. Stop. Please stop. No. Um, let's see here. The Ravens, excuse me, the Packers and 49ers play at 715. The Packers are a nine and a half point dog against San Francisco. Games on the road. Um, you know, I I I think that I think, I mean, and I'm I'm biased because I'm a Green Bay fan, but I think Green Bay can keep it close. I really do. I think if they can get some turnovers like they did the other day, they'll keep it close. So I would I, I would bet so. the Packers plus nine and a half. San Francisco didn't exactly play great down the stretch. Right. So yeah, the 49ers should win, but I'm gonna take the Packers to cover. And then we got two games on Sunday. You got Tampa Bay with uh good old Baker Mayfield, all five foot seven of him. Heading up to Detroit to play the Lions. The Lions are a six and a half point favorite at home. Hmm. Which way are you rolling there, Jackpot? Uh you, you kind of got to like the Lions, you know. Well, I and I think people are gonna look at look at Tampa Bay and think, all right, well, they beat this Philadelphia team, but Philadelphia had trouble in the locker room and there there were some I mean, there's a lot of shit going on with Philadelphia. I'm surprised they hadn't fired that fucking coach of theirs yet. So, just my opinion. But so I, I would take, um, I would take, I'm gonna take uh, the Lions, and then the Chiefs playing on the road at the Bills. Here's a stat for you, jackpot. Um, Pat Mahomes is ten and two in the playoffs with 33 touchdowns and I think it's eight interceptions. But the stat that gets me is he has never played a road playoff game. This will be his first road playoff game in his career. For me, that's fucking crazy. But um, he he gets it done in the playoffs. And I think he's like his fourth year, fifth year. How long has he been there? Uh, hold on, I'll look that up for you. But let's see here. Pat Mahomes. He's got like, let's see here. He's only 28. Uh, let's see here. He is, he started playing there in 2017. So this is his seventh year. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, but I, uh, I'm in the camp of uh, I think Mahomes is better, but man, you know Buffalo playing up there, it's going to be cold and icy and all that shit. But that's not going to affect Kansas City. They're like, fuck it. Yeah, it's all this cold. If you remember uh, before he showed up there, Kansas City for you know the better part of like well forever was just like middle of the road ass. Yeah, and that never that really done much of anything. Yeah. Hoggett said he played in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I said playoff game, sir. I, I'm if you want to call the Super Bowl a playoff game, that's fine. But it's 
It's kind of like a forgotten about NFL franchise. Yeah. I've said for years we should give uh, give the bills to Canada as a gesture of goodwill. Why not? I should be a UN ambassador. Well, they don't want to deal with Buffalo. The Canada don't want to deal with Buffalo. Got people going in the damn grocery stores, shooting people up and everything else. Yeah. I saw something in the, uh, of the, the news the other day said they were going to seek the death penalty against the person who shot those people up. I'm like, okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's, that's what the death penalty's for. Yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> shitheads like that. Guy went into a fucking grocery well, store. They should. Uh, they should have shot him on site. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you don't get a trial, asshole. We, we we got we got fucking video footage of you doing it. We're not gonna waste time anyway. Anyway, our the the, the Chiefs are a three point dog on the road. I think I think uh, man, Josh Allen's a big some bitch, but I don't know, man. I, I think I'm gonna roll with the Chiefs. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah that yeah all right well there you go there's our nfl picks <laughs> jackpot you got anything else uh no i don't i mean it's been a great show it's been a great evening uh i don't know if anybody caught it today but i did the uh i actually went and did the alabama season schedule preview and i'm gonna do one of those for every sec team up next will be arkansas probably do it tomorrow the next day uh We'll get one in there, and we're going to do it for everybody. I'm going to go in alphabetical order. so Should be some good stuff there, Jackpot. Might even create a playlist uh, so we can go back and look at all the ones I've done previously. Harvey says it's on his watch list. Well, there you go. When you go watch it, go like it. Well, and if you, Jackpot man. says something that uh, has pissed you off, send it to your fellow Alabama fans and – have them be pissed off too. Jackpot could be the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Don't really say too much in those videos to piss anybody off. That'll come later in the year. Yeah. All right. Well, we can't can't make any kind of prediction in any of these games other than to say, you know, well, Alabama will probably beat Western Kentucky. Okay. Well, that's not exactly earth shattering news or, you know, I really didn't like pull that out of a hat, but um, you know, we, we've got another signing day coming up. You know, it's not done yet. Yeah. Technically. It's true. Remember when the first, remember when um that that first Wednesday in February or whatever it was, the National Signing Day, remember people used to take off work for that? And... Yeah. And you got <laughs> like, uh, like I remember like. Because uh, like... it was a big deal because some of those guys actually committed that day. Yeah. It was a big deal. Now it's like, now it's like, yeah, who gives a shit? It's a popcorn fart. Nobody cares. All that's just been ruined. There are some things that have been ruined that I miss. Because a lot of guys did commit that day. They'd go to the schools with the with the hats on the desk and everything. Yeah, it doesn't mean as it's you know. <sighs> I I don't think people care as much anymore, man. Just being honest, it's like, all right, whatever, you know. So. I remember how excited I was when I found out that Jemias Williams was signing with us. Yeah. I, I can, I mean, I wish, you know, wish I, <laughs> been, 
the mighty midget, I think is what I called him. Well, Georgia wanted him. They lusted after him, but uh, they didn't have him. Jesus. What did they want to do? Didn't he end up playing at Georgia State, didn't he? Yeah, he played running back. He was pretty good. Yeah. He wasn't no Cody Schrader or anything, but. He wasn't bad, though. No. All right, well, it's been a good show. Be sure to watch Jackpot's schedule videos, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later on. Um, all right, Jackpot.